0: Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Now for our story. Tonight when they returned home after attending the opening of the new supper club in Wakefield, Bill Mead and Peggy Douglas had learned of a long distance call for Bill from Miami, Florida. When Bill put the call through, he talked to Paul Cromwell, who had told him of Kit's illness and the doctor's recommendation that Bill's ex-wife be placed under a psychiatrist's care. Cromwell had informed Bill of his talk with Kit's father, Ben Calvert, and of Ben's refusal to help his daughter. And Paul had no intention of doing anything further for Kit. That was why he'd called Bill. After all, Bill had been married to Kit once. When Bill told all this to the family as they were gathered about the kitchen table having some coffee, Peggy had said very little. But when he rose to leave, the young girl had offered to walk out to his car with him. Now they are standing beside Bill's new sedan. It's late, darling. I shouldn't have let you
2: come out with me. But I'm glad you did.
3: Well, I had to, Bill. There are a couple of things I wanted to say, and I couldn't. Not with Aunt Mary and Lefty Bear.
2: Gosh, Peggy, I'm awfully sorry about all this. I don't blame you if you resent my getting mixed up with Kid again.
3: No, Bill, that's what I wanted to tell you. I was afraid you'd be worried about it. But you mustn't be. You see, I understand how you feel about Kid.
2: I wonder if you do, sweetheart. It's kind of hard for me to myself. It's so inconsistent when you think of everything that happened before. Everything she did to you and to me. Making you miserable, coming between us. And yet...
3: I know, Bill. And yet, in spite of all the unhappiness she's brought us, you feel you ought to do something to help her, now that she's in trouble. Yeah. You're a pretty swell person, Bill. Wanting to help Kit after the way she's acted.
2: Well, if her own father won't help her, what else can I do? After all, she was my wife, and, and because of that, I suppose I am responsible in a way. Of
3: course, Bill.
2: Then you don't blame me?
3: I'd blame you if you didn't want to do something.
2: <laughs> and you said I was a swell person. Ah, uh, honey, I, I'm not afraid of any problem now.
3: Neither am I, Bill.
2: What do you think we ought to do about Kit? Paul said she's absolutely broke. And her father won't help. And, of course, we haven't enough money to get her the proper care.
3: Oh, it's a tough one to answer right off, isn't it?
2: Yeah. But, Peggy, knowing you're pulling with me, it's a great help.
3: Bill, what do you say we get married right away?
2: What? But, Peggy... I
3: know, dear. We were going to wait until we had some money saved up and a new house. We said we'd make an entirely fresh start. That's but right, and
2: we will, darling. It may take a little longer than we'd planned, Please, but...
3: Please, Bill.
2: Oh, darling, I want to. You know that. You have no idea how I'm tempted to take you up on it. Just say, yes, let's get married tomorrow. We wouldn't have our house built if we did, Yes, I we...
3: know, but in the meanwhile, I could move in with you there at the auto court.
2: <sighs> More obstacles, sweetheart.
3: Huh?
2: They're tearing the court down. That's where the new road from Huntsville is going to cut through.
3: Oh. Oh, darling. Well, then, where are you going to live, Bill?
2: I don't know. I'll probably just take a room somewhere. Anyway, darling, much as I'd like us to have the wedding right away, something tells me we'd better wait. At least, we don't need to decide tonight, do we?
3: No. No, of course we
2: don't. Peggy, come here. Gosh, I'm a lucky guy. Me too. Cold?
3: Mm, A little.
2: You better run in, honey, before Aunt Mary sends out a searching party. Okay. One thing before you go. Mm. I love you, Peggy.
3: I love you too, Bill.
2: Peggy? Yes? Have you got a rat? Aren't you cold? I'm coming right
3: in. Good night, Bill. Good night,
2: sir. Good night, Aunt Mary. Good
4: night, dear. My goodness, child, we'll catch a death of cold out there in that thin party dress. Let's go out in the kitchen a minute. It's nice and warm there. All right, but I'm not cold. Is Lefty still there? No, no. He decided it had been quite a full evening, what for the opening of the supper club and all You're not too tired, dear. I'd like to talk with you a minute.
3: No, I'm not tired. Shall we sit down here at the table?
4: Well, I Uh, wanted to have a little talk with you about what happened tonight. Yes, Aunt Mary? About Kit, dear. Lefty and I were just talking about it. (laughs) He's upset because he's afraid for you, for your
3: plans. (laughs) Lefty's a sweet old thing. Well, Aunt Mary, our plans, Bill's and mine, are naturally going to be affected by this problem of Kit. We don't know exactly what to do about her. Uh, That's
4: why I want to talk to you, Peggy. As I see it, there's no reason why Bill should be burdened with Kit's trouble.
3: But Aunt Mary, there's no way to avoid it. Bill has to do something for Kit if no one else is willing.
4: I think there may be another way, dear. I'm going to see David Bowman tomorrow. Perhaps David and I can put our heads together and think of a way to handle the situation.
3: Oh, Aunt Mary, do you really think you might?
4: Well, at least we might try. Oh, gosh, if you could. Well, you two youngsters have weathered enough storms already. So if your old aunt can relieve you of this one, she's going to try.
3: Oh, Aunt Mary, you're you're wonderful.
1: Aunt Mary, anxiously planning a way to protect her young niece from unnecessary difficulties. Trying to spare Bill Mead, Peggy's husband-to-be, from assuming the burden of his ex-wife's care. And at that same moment, Kit's father, on whom the responsibility for Kit's welfare should logically fall, and Jesse, Ben's wife, are in the bedroom of the big house on 11th Street.
5: Ben, I wish you wouldn't sit by that open window. You're just that light robe is yours.
1: I'm all right, Jesse.
0: I'm, I'm just thinking.
5: Oh, well, that's fairly obvious. And I know what you're thinking, too, about Kit.
0: I can't help it, Jesse. I wonder, I keep wondering, if Kit's really ill.
5: But then, darling, we've been all through that. We've agreed that it's just another of Kit's stunts.
0: Yes, but suppose it isn't. When I look back on what Cromwell said, he sounded as if he were telling the truth. Hysterical, he said, out of her head. I wish I could be sure.
5: Well, Ben, if it's going to keep you up in the air, as it has ever since you talked to him, perhaps you'd better go down to Miami and see for yourself. Heaven knows, it won't be the first time you've fallen for one of her tricks.
0: That's just it. It sounds funny somehow. Now, if she had something really wrong, pneumonia or something like that, it's a mental breakdown.
5: And a mental breakdown is the easiest thing in the world to fake, you know. Oh, kid so clever. Maternity act she put on when she first came back with Mrs. Fenner's child.
0: Yes. She certainly had me fooled that time.
5: And mark my word, she could do the same thing again. Oh, you're so gullible where she's concerned.
0: And so far as her returning to Wakefield, I'm not sure that would be a good idea in any case. So long as she's down there, Judge Willoughby probably won't take any steps. But if she came back,
5: you're absolutely right, Ben. They'd probably arrest her for perjury. No, if you're feeling like the cruel, heartless father who's abandoned his young, you're wrong.
0: You haven't a thing to reproach yourself so far as Kit's concerned. Well, Jessie, I only hope you're right. Well, of course I'm right.
5: There'd be no sense in your bringing Kit back to Wakefield, to this house. You'd simply be letting yourself in for more grief. Believe me, Ben.
1: Jesse Calvert was worried. If Ben's anger with his daughter should weaken, he might go down to Miami. Might bring Kit back with him to live in the house on 11th Street. That was the very thing Jesse wished to avoid. But, regardless of what you want, Jesse, Kit may return to Wakefield anyway. For Aunt Mary Lane is determined to see that Ben's daughter gets the care she needs. And if Aunt Mary does arrange for Kit to return, Ben may discover that his daughter is really ill.